If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious. And in family-sized cartons, I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream. And their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious. Or their organ strawberry. Oh, I love it. Sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces. So, so good. Plus, you got to check out their mudside flavor. It's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips. Oh, it's so good. I got to go get some ice cream right now. Plus, you know you're in good hands with Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products, and the brand is farmer-owned and led by dairy experts. Boy, oh boy. I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium-flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan & Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everyone. Before we start today's episode, I wanted to acknowledge the moment in which this show is taking place. As I'm recording this episode, details are still coming in about the deadly shootings in Atlanta, Georgia. What we do know is that six of the eight victims were Asian women and that these attacks were at Asian-owned businesses. And the attacker, the murderer, was a white man. And I think what has made this attack resonate so much for so many is because it has come at a time when hate crimes and attacks on our Asian brothers and sisters have skyrocketed. This attack comes on the heels of a report that showed that there have been 3,795 reported hate incidents against the Asian community. 3,795 reported hate incidents. Think about that. Think about all the ones that went unreported. And 68% of those incidents involved verbal harassment. And 68% reported by women. I've heard these stories firsthand from my family and my friends, and I've watched horrible verbal attacks online. 
This is not just about the pandemic. This is not just something that has started recently. This has deep, deep roots in our culture. And the only way it's going to stop is if we speak to it. We have to speak to it. We have to be active in dismantling this. We also need to be hearing the voices in the Asian community who are being affected by this. So what can you do? Well, there's a lot of things you can do, right? Obviously, um, the easiest is to start following these female Asian voices online. Hear their stories firsthand. You can follow someone like Grace Meng or Teresa Tran on Twitter. Um, You can follow AAPI Women Lead and Stop AAPI Hate on Instagram and on Twitter. They are full of tools and resources. And if you have some money in your pocket, you can go donate to the AAPI at GoFundMe.com slash AAPI. You can also donate to Red Canary Song. They're at RedCanarySong.net. They're a grassroots organization that aims to advocate for migrant sex workers. And they support migrant leadership and fight against unjust policies. And they organize transnationally. Uh, They actually are a really amazing group that I uh, just found out about just today. And if that's too hard, just use the hashtag AAPI. Read, read what's out there, follow along, get involved. Because the only way this is going to change is if we are all part of that change. And that starts with, if we see something, we must say something. And you can do that at stopaapihate.org. That's stopaapihate.org. And finally, and most importantly, reach out to your friends, reach out to your coworkers, your colleagues. Make sure that they know that you have their back and that you will stand up for them and fight for them and you'll stand alongside them. Stop AAPI hate and support AAPI women. Okay. Um, Now, on to the show, which will be weird. So let me give you this little transition to make it better. Eric Roberts, Ingram Pools, and the last blockbuster. All this and more on today's How Did This Get Made mini episode. Hit the theme. How did this get made? Fucking you, and 
Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to a How Did This Get Made mini-episode. I'm your host, Tall John Shear. If it's the first time you're ever listening to a mini-episode, well, welcome. Welcome to the show. Um, here's what we'll be doing today on the show. We have uh, a lot in store for you. We'll be talking about uh, the classic film we discussed last week, It's a Talking Cat. Uh, we'll be hearing your comments, your concerns, your corrections, our omissions. We'll be getting into all of that. We also have a Paul's pick coming up a little bit later in the episode. And most importantly, I'll be telling you the film that we'll be watching next week. And I think you got to make some time on the front end for the podcast that we'll be doing next week because uh, the movie we're going to be doing is long. Um, people, before we even get into the actual show, and I know that we've already taken a moment to kind of be a little bit reflective um, and I think maybe in that moment, I want to talk about something that happened uh, last week on the show. It's probably something that many of you don't even know happened because we were able to edit it and change the show before like 95% of you even heard it. Um, but in talking about the film, A Talking Cat, we referenced and joked about the Instagram pages of an actor and an actress in the film. Uh, I used the term racy and very sexy to describe the images that we saw on their pages. Now, when the podcast was released, it was brought to my attention that the context of a photo um, that we spoke about on Janice Valdez's page made our comments incredibly thoughtless and insensitive. And while our action was careless, this was not our intention at all, which is why I immediately reached out to her to apologize and and make amends. Now, initially, my goal there was just, I got to fix this. Uh, But I stayed in that moment and I listened to Janice and other people who were discussing it. And it gave me a chance to see firsthand how my cavalier attitude of describing these two working actors in words that only objectified them could be viewed as shaming or misogynistic, sexist, and even degrading or minimizing of their careers. And I was completely mortified and embarrassed that I did that as an actor, as a human being. Um, I didn't give a second thought to just offering up these photos for discussion. You know, um, I didn't look at the power that I hold here sitting behind this microphone. And I realized in that moment that in a way I reinforced the attitudes of this patriarchal and sexist society, especially one that exists here in the entertainment business. And that's just something I don't want to do or be associated with. And I'm bringing it up here Because if the situation was different, I probably wouldn't have questioned this behavior. And I think in a time where everyone is being accused of virtual signaling, I wanted to take a moment and admit my mistake, not just edit it away, um, but acknowledge that even with the best intentions sometimes, these unconscious attitudes um, and these power imbalances just might creep out even when we think we are one of those people who 
doesn't think that way. Um, it was incredibly eye-opening to me. And I really want to thank Janice for exchanging messages with me at a time when she was hurt. But she really pushed me to think in this direction. And, and it will help me grow and be more intentional with my choices. Also, and most importantly, on behalf of myself and Jason and Jessica and the entire show, I just want to say how sorry we are for any hurt that we caused you, Janice, um, due to our lack of sensitivity. It's conversations and interactions like these that I think help us all grow, but sometimes we're embarrassed to admit that we might need. Um, And especially as someone who on the show often is giving advice. Um, it was good reminder to be open to advice from somebody else as well. And speaking of that advice, I think it's now time to go to the Explanation Helpline. So next week. Thank you, Rob from Long Island. Love you, Rob. Uh, Also, I didn't say because I feel like we've been going through so much here at the top. Uh, The opening theme was designed. Can I say designed? Was uh, created and played by Matthew Hubbard. Thank you, Matthew. Um, All right, let's get into it. I'm not a doctor, right? I'm just a person trying to get better and I want to help you get better as well. So Sharon in Ontario, what do you got? Hey Paul, it's Shannon up in Ontario, Canada and I need your help. I would like to get an in-ground pool in our backyard and my husband is beyond reticent. He first was saying it was a money issue, then he was saying um, how much we're going to use it in Canada because we obviously don't open our pools until the end of May and we definitely close them before September because it gets cold. Um, I think, especially in light of the pandemic, we, instead of traveling in the future, will feel more comfortable being home. As well, we have a child going into high school and one going into college. So I think having a pool in our backyard gives our kids an opportunity to want to come home and to want to visit and even to, like, be a social hub. And I'll also, clearly I'm trying to convince you as well. Um, but then when I was telling my husband, here's all the ways in which you will help your mobility and your joints. You're 43. This is a way to have activity. You like to swim. Then he felt, well, he shouldn't get a pool because it would benefit him. He should do that money for something else. So I guess what I'm hoping is you will hop on here and tell my husband, Jesse, that he really would benefit from a pool. And as a good husband, if you wanted one, you'd probably let her get a pool. So thank you so much. Love how did this get made. Love the show. Love you guys. Bye. Okay. Wow. First of all, let me say this. I have no idea how much use a pool gets in Ontario. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say I do. Um, But. If you've got the means and you have the desire, 
you are not going to regret a pool. I was sold this bill of bullshit uh, by so many people. Oh, it's so expensive. It's hard to maintain. Yada, yada, yada. Let me tell you something. I had a pool. I don't have a pool anymore. And I miss my goddamn pool. I miss it so much. I spent a year in quarantine. I would have been in that pool every damn day. Now, I understand what you're saying. Put the pool there as like a as like a trap to bring your kids back into your life. But you know what? All of a sudden, you know, you got people over your house. Let's go swimming. You can go over, you know, people want to want to hang with you. You're right. Your kids may want to have a party there. All good. I love that idea. It's healthy. It's exercise. Okay? Let your husband know. You raised two children that seemingly are going off and and being successful in this world. Celebrate by getting yourself a GD pool. You deserve it. Shannon, let me tell you this. I was your husband. I didn't want the pool. I was like, ah, you know, all of a sudden I'm like this, you know, 1950s sitcom character about, oh, this pool is driving me mental. I loved it. Loved every bit of it. But do it right. Do it the way that you want. Don't, don't, don't skimp on it. I know that's easier said than done. But get one of those covers that, you know, you can hit a button and it will close, you know, so you have that. Um, do it the way that you want to do it. Because if you're going to be in this house for a long time, you're going to love it. I tell you, it's, it's the biggest. I love our house and I miss our pool. Uh, we moved uh, to a different place uh, about a year ago and we left our pool behind and man alive. It was so fun. It was so nice to go out there in a night or during the day or just wake up and go swimming. Ever do that? Just jump into the pool. I remember I was like, I can do that. And I realized why it's in movies because it's fucking amazing. It's invigorating. It's like jumping into a bathtub, but like swimming, I don't know. (laughs) Like Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That's what I'm saying. Get a Pee Wee's Big Adventure pool in your house. And that's what I'm also saying. Get it in your house. Why not? Use it all year round. I just don't know how much you're going to use it. That's my only concern. But if you tell me that there's enough months in the year for you to use it, get on it. In LA, it never closes. The pool never closes. Get it heated. So you can also have that option as well. Hot tub option. Here's options. It's going to be expensive. Or maybe it won't be. We got crazily different quotes. Just go with somebody that you trust to actually do the work in a timely fashion. Okay. Uh, next up, Justin in Oklahoma. Hey, Paul, this is Justin from Oklahoma. I was calling because, uh, you know, I've been divorced for several years now and I have a crush on this pool chick, um, plays pool all the time is pretty damn good at it. I am horrible at it, but I've seen how it, it improves people in her estimation if they play. So is it a better idea for me to take lessons on the side uh, from friends and try and get better on my own or to try and ask her to say, hey, can you help me get better at pool and have that be a thing? Thank you so much. Uh, hope to hear from you. Oh, man. I got a hustler here, Justin. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, look, let me tell you. I'm going to say it's a big no to ask her to teach you. Um, for many a reason but I'm going to just draw it to the Seinfeld massage therapist episode. Not that I base any of my advice ever on Seinfeld, but um, 
you know, he dated this masseuse and he was so excited he was going to get like, you know, massages from her. And she's like, the last thing I want is that. And then he started asking to give her massages, um, which, you know, is fine. But I'm just saying, you don't want, don't involve business and pleasure. What I would love to see you do, Justin, take lessons on the side, learn some sort of a trick shot, do something kind of good. But if you have a fun rivalry, even if you can just be competent, then you can let your personality shine and then you're connecting and who cares? You're not doing anything untoward. You're just kind of finding a way to, you know, get a door open. Like, look, we're always trying to find like ways to maybe get a coffee or go see a movie when I guess I, I say we are always trying to, I haven't been in the dating world for 15 years. Uh, I have no idea what people are doing, but I'm going to tell you this. Um, you're just trying to find a way to socialize with her. And it seems like you like her. And if it doesn't work and it fizzles out, well, you learned a skill, right? And if it does work, then you learned a skill. And it's a great story because when you go get married, not that that's the goal for every relationship, but if you, if you were to have a long relationship, you could tell this and it would be sweet and it wouldn't be creepy. It's not like, oh, I, like I got my apartment across the street from her. No, no, no. You just, you learn something, got better at something. So you can actually get into a position to actually have more of a, conversation with her. So I, I, I like it. I don't think it's creepy. I think it's smart. I think it's good. P- please, on the Discord, tell me if I'm wrong here. Also, uh, people in the Discord gave me some grief uh, because last week I mentioned that like, well, I guess I didn't mention on the Discord that if you want to find friends in New Orleans, we had our friend who called about New Orleans, um, that uh, I should have said, well, what about online? What about our amazing Discord? And by the way, I love our Discord. As a matter of fact, I complimented the uh, moderators in the How Did This Get Made Discord last week. I'm going to compliment the moderators in my Discord uh, this week. They're equally great. Equally great. I love them. I love all of our moderators. And I have to say that, um, you know, based on what we were talking about earlier, they have done such an amazing job at, at creating spaces for really productive uh, beautiful conversations. It's the social media world I want to live in. And we have so many people on my Discord and the How Did This Get Made Discord. And there's a lot of crossover there. Um, but uh, basically saying, I'm not on social media, but I kind of love this. And I do too. You can visit us on Discord at discord.gg slash hdtgm or discord.gg slash paulshear. Um, we do a bunch of Twitch shows. Seth Rogen was on our Twitch show last week, which was great. Um, so that is all for the Q&As this week. It was a quick one. Uh, give me a call anytime at 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K. That's 619-Paul-Ask. You can call me 24 hours a day. It doesn't make a difference. It's a Google Voice number. It's, you're not going to get anybody. So call whenever you want. Uh, no weird times will be uh, held against you. All right, everybody. Oh, by the way, uh, we love our themes. So if you want to create any original listener th- themes, do it. Do it and send it to us at how did this get made at earwolf.com. But remember, brevity is the soul of wit and uh, and also the uh, the soul of great song parodies for our mini episodes. So uh, 15 seconds or less, that'd be great. All right, we'll be right back after this commercial break. Today's podcast is brought to you by 
Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's the thing, people. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, but also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah, Save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice, plus visit your in-laws, plus venture into the wilderness, plus wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery, perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, eat all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus, plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Now, people, before we get preparing for next week, um... It seems like we might have dropped the ball on some things from last week's episode. We are turning the show over to you for this moment so you can give us some, wait for it, corrections and omissions. If Paul was incorrect or June omitted, if Jason shitted the bed and you know that he did, there's a section right here where you can submit in and make all three plucky heroes look uber stupid. It's corrections and omissions. Thank you, Brian. Halo Puff. Is that how you pronounce it? I love that name if you do. Halo Puff. Halo Puff. All right. Thank you, Brian. Uh, we have culled through 
the Discord, the voicemails. We have found the best observations, theories, fact checks, and useless research. We're going to present them all here. So buckle up. This one's a doozy. We're at the Discord right now. Cameron H. Oh, lovely Cameron H. writes, One of the stranger aspects of this film for me was that Duffy the Cat is capable of incredible feats of magic and prognostication. Powers uh, we are told he only has temporarily and uh, has tenuous control over them. And he uses those powers on people who don't really seem that bad off. The dad is wealthy and retired, albeit slightly bored. His son is intelligent, but mildly shy and awkward. The mother has a successful catering business with an ambitious and intelligent daughter and a handy son. Uh, Franny, Chris's love interest, is apparently popular, although possibly illiterate. I wouldn't describe any of their issues as being particularly dire. I mean, I wish my biggest issue in life was, I'm filthy rich, what should I do now? I mean, even the familiar relationships, while moderately strained, didn't seem in any danger of fracturing completely. Cameron, you hit the nail on the head. I didn't even think about this. Yeah, there are no real great problems in this movie. None. I was like, oh, is the dad, like, lonely? No, he's just kind of bored. And it seems like he's actually pretty equipped. Like, he's running around, he's making waffles. It was only like a day into retirement. He got bored really quick. Anyway, uh, Joe Tangello writes, I'm surprised Paul didn't mention and or know that Johnny Whitaker was a child star. He played Jody on the show Family Affair and starred in Sigmund and the Sea Monster. Well, Joe Tangello, I don't know what Family Affair is. I've never seen it. I'm sorry. I did know about Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. And I actually, I knew that he was an actor, but when I looked at his IMDb page really quickly, I didn't know what I could reference to get like a uh, a group agreement on that. So uh, that's why I left it out there. So uh, I appreciate it, Joe. I will look at Family Affair now that you brought it up. Uh, Maha Cat writes, the phrase must be jelly because jam don't shake like that, which is something my mom used to say to my stepfather um, while rubbing his belly, is something that my family has said for ages. And a quick YouTube search brings up an album by Glenn Miller and his orchestra with a song called It Must Be Jelly, because jam don't shake like that. So Jason, uh, Jess, go fuck yourselves, all right? I'm not as weird as you thought. Uh, Let's hear that song. Must be jelly, because jam don't shake like that. Must be jelly, because jam don't shake like that. Oh, mama, you're so big and fat. Pretty good. Pretty good. I like my mom's rendition better. All right, let's go to the phones. Um, Okay, this is interesting. Uh, A lot of comments about this. Uh, Naomi in Denver, take it away. Hello, Paul. This is Naomi from Denver, long-time listener, first-time caller. I have some information you might enjoy about a certain app idea from A Talking Cat. For background, uh, my boyfriend and I love to watch old modern Marvel episodes from the History Channel, the older and more outdated, the better. Um, but anyway, in 2008, they aired an episode called Modern Marvel's Bedroom Technology Explained. I highly recommend watching the whole thing on YouTube. It's season 14, episode 28. But if you fast forward to minute 39, there is an entire segment focusing on Microsoft Home Lab and their experimental bedroom of the future, complete with projection screen walls and all sorts of smart features. And if you go to minute 41, They introduce the smart closet with a mirror that scans RFID chips in your clothes to tell you if the item is weather appropriate, 
how to wash it, and what other pieces in your wardrobe will coordinate with it and can put together an outfit for you. All of this is to say it wasn't a talking cat and it wasn't Brooklyn Decker who came up with this idea. It was a high-tech, cutting-edge technology that was developed in a secret lab at Microsoft Labs in the early 2000s. Hope you enjoyed this tidbit, and thank you for the show. Bye. Well, 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 color me surprised. Color me shocked. Wow. But here's the thing. I appreciate what you just said there. But who's buying these clothes with RFD chips? Like, that's the that's the issue there. Like, at the end of the day, I believe that that exists. But I'm just saying, but, like, you'd have to get all new clothes. So, like, every, like all your other clothes would just be completely useless in a way uh i but wow microsoft working on some weird shit uh thank you naomi and thank you for that modern marvel sounds pretty good i thought it was like just maybe like a disney plus show but now i know it's different all right uh aaron tell me uh what you got because i'm listening hey paul this is aaron uh just finished watching a talking cat question mark exclamation mark question mark exclamation mark uh also Listen to the podcast, left a few messages on Discord because I now have a strange obsession with this movie. Thank you for introducing it. Uh, I'm so glad Jason brought up the bow tie necklace. Uh, I audibly gasped when I saw it and I too thought, man, what, what a podcast for June to miss because I know she would have feelings, but something else June would have loved, I think is that the cat did get billing for this movie. Squeaky the cat was listed as Duffy, also listed with an IMDb profile. Uh, that's the kind of animal movie recognition, I think, that is really important to her and uh, hope she realizes that this movie really, really took care of Squeaky. So uh, thanks for all you do. This was a great one. Great to laugh. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Oh, Aaron, you are so right. June finally was vindicated. I can't wait to tell her. Uh, She will be so, so proud that her monkey rights rant has transformed into uh, a talking cat success story. Um, Look, it's a new administration. New things are happening. And and maybe... It's all coming together. It's finally all happening for us. Hans in Portland, what do you got? Hey, Paul, how's it going? This is uh, this is Hans up in Portland, uh, and I just wanted to let you know about a uh, very uh, good connection that the entire HDPGM crew has to the director of A Talking Cat. So my, my ears uh, pr- perked up when you said that it was directed by David Dakota. Uh, David Dakota is someone who amongst like horror fans is known as a, you know, a sort of a journeyman director for hire type person who does a lot of straight to video horror movies and stuff. One of these straight to video horror movies that he's done in his career is a little film called retro puppet master, which uh, the star of which is one Greg Sestero who, you know, we all know as the star of the room and former, uh, you know, guest on how did this get made and friends of the pod so when Greg Fisero got that part, he actually he wrote about that whole experience in his book, The Disaster Artist, and that scene was then adapted to the film. And when making the film, they actually brought in uh, David Dakota himself to portray himself in those scenes. 
I believe that I haven't seen the movie in a long time, but I believe that there's a very short scene that features Dakota himself uh, in that part. It was supposed to be a lot bigger, but I heard an interview with him a long time ago where he was saying that he felt very uncomfortable on camera and the film, the, the, the scene just didn't really work, so it must have got cut. But he's still an uncredited cast member of the Disaster Artist alongside yourself and June and Jason. So you are actually co-stars of a great movie with the director of A Talking Cat. So, isn't that fun? All right, bye. Hans, I love it. By the way, you're in Portland, which I really fell in love with last time I was there. Uh, okay, let's get into it. I, If I'm remembering correctly, that scene was in the script, but it was never shot. Um, and I believe it was never shot because... Um, they wanted to simplify the journey between Tommy and Greg. And by having him go off and uh, and have this other uh, experience, there was just like an issue. I remember there might have been an issue there. Um, but I wonder if they did put him in the film because I'm sure they probably chased down his life rights or to put him in the film as himself and then maybe they cut it. Uh, interesting, interesting, interesting. I'll ask. I'll have to ask uh, Weber and Newstetter about that, but I'm pretty sure it was cut because uh, I remember talking about it because I was in the script meetings in there or just punch-ups. Um, all right. Uh, and I would have loved to have seen that scene. All right, back to the discords. Dr. Guts writes, I am surprised that no one has mentioned the obvious use of a laser pointer to get the cat to play with the mom's shoe in one scene. Dr. Guts? What? I did not see that. Maybe my high-quality Amazon Prime account did not let me see that that uh, that laser pointer. Damn, I can't believe I missed that. Okay, G7 or GT75 writes, Eric Roberts recording his entire role in 15 minutes shouldn't be a surprise. When we look at his filmography, the film was one of 33 Eric Roberts projects released in 2013. 33 with another uh, 158 being released from 2014 to 2020. Whoa! 158 projects from 2014 to 2020? Wow! Eric, my man, working his ass off nonstop. All right. Uh, and then uh, May Contain Wild Ride uh, writes, the director, David Dakota, also has an ongoing Lifetime series. Oh, I didn't know this. Of movies all called The Wrong X. For example, The Wrong Student. Okay, great. You could give me more than one example. Okay, fine. Uh, they star a stable of actors, most notably Vivica A. Fox, in a similar melodramatic stories, but playing different characters each time. Many of his films have been on uh, Best of the Worst, which I guess is another uh, like uh, bad movie show. And now I want to watch all of these. David, David Dakota! How do we not get into David Dakota deeper? I feel like this is the untapped guy. Uh... All right. Uh, I love this. This has been great. And we will end here. Uh, we have an Amazon re- user review for the movie that was shared to us by uh, Edibly. The cat on the movie poster is not the cat in the movie, but otherwise this movie is perfect. I would have given it a 10 stars, but the cat on the poster is so cute and young in an awkward pose, but the cat in the movie is never really awkward and is older, but it's still a cute cat, so don't worry. You won't be subjected to an ugly cat, just one that's different than the one in the poster. Eric Roberts demonstrates a broad range of emotions from being annoyed 
to beeping machines to seriously loving on some food. But when I watched this movie, I expected to hear his voice coming out of the cat on the poster. And when instead was a different cat with Eric Roberts' voice, I felt thrown off. (laughs) Watch this movie a lot of times. Uh, I'm also working on a poster that is more representative of the cat in the movie. And when it's ready, (laughs) I will update (laughs) my review here. Be warned, the cat is cute, but not (laughs) that cat on the poster. Oh, my God. Uh, All right. You know what? Fuck it. Edibly, you won. Absolutely nothing, 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 you win, absolutely nothing, you win, nothing, you win, absolutely nothing, you get nothing. That's right. Uh, thank you, Ryan and Maria Adkins. I, I I can't even get into it. That was the funniest find of all time. Edibly, wow, wow, holy wow. Uh, thank you, and uh, Edibly, you win nothing. But whoever wrote this Amazon review, uh, I'm going to go over and just give them a ton of money to and to buy Photoshop. They need it. Uh, anyway, we'll be right back uh, right after this commercial message. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words, eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do, that's why you should invest in Simply Safe home security today. That's right, for award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security, plus it gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more, plus a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this, it's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when I I'm on tour. When I'm out there in the UK, I can check in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24-7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or, or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash bonkers. That's simplysafe.com slash bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack and my kids said, mom said we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me, but I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I don't ever like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry, and they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do 
a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. People uh, got some interesting news to tell you. I did a movie um, that is actually two movies. Um, one is called The Last Blockbuster, and it's about the last uh, blockbuster in Bend, Oregon, and uh, or Oregon. Um, and uh, it's on Netflix now. And so many people have seen it in like the three days it's been out. Like it literally is, I think, number five on the most watched movies on Netflix for like this week, I'm sure. But uh, people really love it and I'm excited to share it. There's some blockbuster stories in there, some pictures in there. Uh, So uh, I hope you enjoy that. But the movie that I'm really excited to tell you about that comes out today, if you're listening to this uh, on the 19th, is a movie I did called Happily. Uh, Happily is directed and written by Ben David Grabinski and it is a movie that stars um, Joel McHale and Carrie Bechet. You know Carrie Bechet from Halt and Cashfire. And it's this basically they're the worst couple they're the couple that when you're in a friend group of couples are like oh they're just so happy you don't like them they just seem like they make your relationship seem shittier because they're so happy and uh, one day a mysterious man comes into their lives and reveals something that changes them forever and it's right before they are supposed to go on a couple's weekend trip. And that's where you run into me and my wife, Natalie Z, who is absolutely fantastic. Uh, Natalie Z just done so many things. You also have people like Charlene Yee in the film and Shannon Woodward and Kirby Howell-Baptiste and Natalie Morales, Brecken Meyer, Stephen Root, Al Maldrigal, and John Daly. It's a great cast. It's a funny, weird movie. It's... it's um. All right, here's a weird way I'm going to put it. It's like uh, the Twilight Zone meets the Big Chill. No. How about the Twilight Zone meets, uh, hmm, a love story. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to tell you anything about it. It's a mystery. It's a thriller. It's a comedy. And it is on VOD right now. Uh, Ben David Grabinski is uh, at heart a how did this get made uh, fan follow him online you will see the best movie recommendations fun guy interesting guy and he is actually responsible for the reboot of are you afraid of the dark he wrote the brand new reboot of it and it was fantastic so uh, if you're a fan of that if you're a fan of me if you're a fan of any of those people I mentioned I think you're gonna like the movie it's weird it's dark it's it's lynchian uh, but I think it's gonna be a lot of fun um, now we got all that out of the way it's been a big big episode uh, time to refocus our attention to what's in store next. Um, No more Talking Cats, but now let's go to Talking Bats. That's right. Next week, we are watching Zack Snyder's The Justice League. That's right. It's been a long time coming. Jason and I are sitting down in a special crossover episode with... Oh, I shouldn't even tell you. Should I tell you? I don't know. 
we're reuniting with uh, another podcast that we have done uh, very long episodes with. You'll get it. You'll get it. You'll figure it out. Anyway, uh, we're going to do a big talk about this movie. We may love it. We're not coming in going, we like we want to shit on it. We may love it. We just know that we need to spend some time decompressing and talking about this movie. Obviously, um, this movie is going to be on HBO Max. It comes out today. Uh, and take a listen to a little bit of the trailer. I spent a lot of time trying to divide us. I made a promise to him on his grave. I need to bring us together. No projectors here. No lanterns. No Kryptonium. It will fall in his name. I have turned the worlds to dust. All of existence shall be mine. Buckle up, motherfuckers. It's going to be a wild ride. Uh, it's only available on HBO Max. Um, but I think if... Uh, <laughs> I think we all have HBO Max. Didn't I hear like a, a stat like 75% of America has HBO Max because they have an HBO subscription? Anyway, get on it. And we have a returning segment. In the last year, we have been uh, remiss not to have movie bitches on our show, but they have returned. They are bringing their A-game, new microphones, new sound setup. Take a listen to the movie bitches. Cheers! Welcome, Welcome to, to movie, movie bitches. bitches. Tonight we're reviewing Horizon Line. Oh, you made it sound did, so really... much more entertaining Ooh. than it was. <laughs> Wow. No, not entertaining. You, you made it sound so much more intriguing than it was. Let's say that. Sure. I yeah. was entertained. This movie was not bad. It wasn't good. This was one of the dumbest movies I've ever oh, yeah. seen. It was very bad, Andrew. What are you talking about? <laughs> TV movie level. It is TV movie level. Like sci-fi original with yes. no, you know, Octo Shark. If an Octo Shark had shown up, then right. it really well, would have, you know. Very basic plot. Allison Williams and a male lover are on a plane to a destination wedding and the pilot dies and they have to land and, and fly the plane. It's from the producers of The Shallows, which really makes a lot of sense. I'm interested in a whole ooh, of this yeah. <laughs> uh, producing team of sure. women caught in thrilling situations where extraordinarily stupid things happen and they survive. I am intrigued by this. I would fully <laughs> watch all of these. Oh my God, this whole movie. I was like, is this the cold reading of the script? Holy shit, this is actually working. Really? Did you guys only get one take for every scene? There were so many times when she was like, oh my God, that was so scary. Flat, <laughs> flat as her hair. Uh, I was so scared for a second there. They were competing for who could read lines flatter, honestly. Maybe they're flat earthers. That's why they couldn't figure out the horizon line. Oh my gosh, shut up. I'm gonna have to go outside. Of the plane? Yeah. 
Wait, what? Are you serious? Oh boy, was this dumb. I had fun. Yeah. It was short. There was something about it. I mean, I agree. It was a TV movie. I wasn't like, bored. I, I didn't like, I was never it. bored. No, I wasn't bored. It's watchable. It's a watch it and yell at it situation. Yes. All right, that's it for the show. Uh, please rate and review our show. It really helps. Uh, visit us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash hdtgm. We can go on Twitter at hdtgm. And if you want to hear all of the How Did This Get Made archives, commercial-free, or even new episodes commercial-free, you can sign up for Stitcher Premium for a free one-month trial. Use the code BONKERS, that's B-O-N-K-E-R-S. Thank you to uh, my team here, Cody Fisher, our super producer. I mean... She really uh, is excellent, and uh, and I love that I get to work with her. Uh, a big thank you to uh, Devin. Devin, uh, who is just coming in all the time, knowing what's what. Uh, I love this team. We have a great team. I don't get to talk about them as much as I should, uh, but Devin uh, actually has an album. Uh, Devin Bryant is his name, and you can check it out on uh, Spotify, or you can check it out on even Bandcamp. Um, I also want to give a big shout-out to Molly Reynolds. Molly Reynolds, my right hand, who uh, was out this week, and I would tell her, Molly, you're off. Don't do anything. And she still jumped in, still tried to be productive. That's how good... Molly is. And I don't even want her to be that good because she deserves a break. Um, Anyway, thank you all. A big thank you to July Diaz. Quality control. That's what I call July. Quality control. And everybody at Earwolf who makes the show popular. And our mods. Thank you mods for running these discords. You make our online part of the show work so, so well. So thank you everybody. We will talk to you soon. Turn on the bat signal and we'll see you next week as we go to Gotham in Zack Snyder's The Justice League. Bye for now. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.